दिस टाइम ओनली वन स्लोगन मोदी हटाओ देश बचाओ आप यहाँ मोदी मोदी कर रहे हैं और वहाँ कुछ लोगों की नींद आराम हो रही है वेलकम यूर लिस्निंग टू द इलेक्शन साउंड ट्रैक आई एम तमन्ना ए नामदार दिस इज योर डेली डोज ऑफ ऑल द टॉप इलेक्शन न्यूज डिलीवर टू यू इन अ शॉर्ट स्नैपी फॉर्मैट विच गिवस यू ऑल द एनालिसिस यू नीड एज वेल एंड टूडे वी गोइंग टू डू समथिंग अ लिटल डिफरेंट ना दोज ऑफ यू हु हर्ट द पॉडकास्ट ऑन द डे द कांग्रेस मैनिफेस्टो केम आउट वुड रिमेंबर हाउ वी डिसाइडेड टू गेट सम आउटसाइड हेल्प ऑन द पॉडकास्ट टू ब्रेक डाउन वॉट्स इम्पॉर्टेंट इन द मैनिफेस्टो वी डूइंग दैट विद द बीजेपी be manifesto as well that's right the 44 page manifesto is out today and to help me get through it is my colleague who is equally excited about politics as i am kaushik vaidya hi kaushik welcome to the podcast hi okay let's start with uh, you know the broad points let me start with what i saw first national security this whole manifesto is pitched and going very strong and hard on national security it's the first point the first major block of points in the manifesto the first line talks about surgical strikes and air strikes so the pitch is very clear where the party who's going to focus on national security and that is the biggest priority for us and you see that enumerated through specific points and proposals in the manifesto as well you see mentions of smart fencing you see mentions of how uh, the nrc will be taken to other parts of the country other states so getting a sense of who's in this country legally or not this has been an issue that's been going on for the last 6 8 months so yes national security and the safety of indians comes front and center right at the top of this manifesto you know an- another thing is also playing to the gallery in a sense uh, the bjp knows who their core voters are and all of those points which are there in a lot of the earlier manifestos and in 2014 as well make a reappearance so uh, whether they're talking about uh, 370 whether they're talking about 35a uh, bringing back uh, kashmiri pandits uh, ram mandir um, you know this time as well on the nrc the national registry of citizens uh they've uh, talked about that they've talked about the citizenship amendment bill which interestingly the congress manifesto says we will scrap speaking to their core voter very clearly yeah but then he has the counterpoint to that right uh 18 to 24 25% is what the bjp had averaged before the 2014 election for a couple of decades all those points are those that a appeal to that core bjp vote base that's already with them presumably that won't move what the 2014 election was to get that additional 10 12 15% that brings you into power so the counter question back to you is does this manifesto do enough to appeal to the irregular bjp voter or perhaps the young those displeased with what was the government then between 2004 and 2014 does it bring in new voters that aren't in your core voter base honestly i don't think they're trying that hard uh, the manifesto seems like uh, you know you take off a box you need to do this before an election but it's clear that the bjp's pitch is their prime ministerial candidate who is the current prime minister narendra modi out and out because look at uh, you know just a small quick comparison between the 2014 manifestos and the 20 19 19 manifesto 
the 2014 manifesto featured a galaxy of leaders that's right uh, they had you know uh, sushma swaraj arun jaitley all their top chief ministers uh, of course uh, you know murli manohar joshi lk advani uh, they're all missing this manifesto is about narendra modi One the promise the... is narendra modi that's right. so uh, there's not too much of an effort and they said that in the press conference in the sense uh, they said that since we're already in governance we're telling you that we'll continue the good work we've done rather than promise the moon in which case could the manifesto have picked out something that had been done over the last 5 years to headline with again the question back to you is uh, what is the headline out of this manifesto that says look what at look at what we did this is what we need to get reelected for uh, there are a number of points um, on not just the last the next 5 years but number of things that they've done over the last 5 but those come as bullet points nothing comes as as you'd expect in a document uh, in a big box in big text saying this is it this is why the last 5 years have been validated to fetch 5 5 more years no so um, i'll answer this in a different way i went through it to pick out what is new apart from what the bjp's original position is and from what the modi government has already promised so an extension of schemes etc so if i sift out all of that and come to what's new the pm kisan scheme being extended to all farmers uh, instead of those who have lands under 2 hectare is new it's also an attempt to combat uh, the nyay promise uh, from the congress party uh, pensions uh, to farmers is new extending those pensions to shopkeepers uh, is uh, a new point though there's uh, very little detail of how exactly they're going to do that there's literally just one line uh, another key takeaway where you know if you talk about governance and a bit of learning from mistakes is um, the idea that the fasal bima yojana will no longer be compulsory for anyone it will be voluntary uh, currently it's compulsory for um, farmers who take loans under the kisan credit scheme they have to take this insurance so listen to that feedback realize that it's not very popular and try to sort of go two steps behind on that let me add to what you said about what's new um perhaps on the record of the electrification program of the last 5 years there is one pitch that pipe water will reach every household yeah. over the next 5 years so perhaps that's one new uh, proposal that's been put forth in in the manner and the tone that the electrification proposal and the execution of which had been done so yeah in what's new that one stood out for me no and also shabrimala that was new uh, for me as well as ticking the box of you know reaching out to your core voter now uh, the shabrimala issue all said and done is the issue of entry uh, into one particular religious site in one part of the country it's made it to the bjp's manifesto for a reason the bjp is trying to make inroads um, into that part of the country in a big way uh, into kerala and on the other hand it also reinforces the basic pitch that you know we are going to protect uh, hindu interests mm-hmm. and uh, which is why shabrimala has made it uh, to the manifesto as well uh, by extension does any part of the manifesto then read as an appeal to voters in Bengal, Odisha, other states that they hope to significantly scale up their water base. Well, there is a paragraph and a bit of detail on the northeast mm-hmm. which is important, but then uh, when I went back to the 2014 manifesto that was also already there. So it has been a focus area for the BJP for some time. It's not out of the blue that they've made such gains in the northeast. Uh but you know if you come back to the overall strategy of what the BJP is trying to say here, um my sense is they're trying to draw contrast 
uh, with what the Congress presented, um, you know, about a week ago, which is uh, we're not making, uh, we're not promising you the moon, which is why there's been no attempt to counter, you know, 72,000 rupees a year. Uh, they've said we'll do what we can and what is feasible and trust in us because we will look out for national security and it's all about Modi. Okay, so here's another one, right? Uh, national security appeals to voters that have been the core base of the party that, that we've spoken about just a few minutes back. Any onboarding of the lessons of state assembly elections lost three, four months ago on issues like agrarian distress and things like that. Uh, I also ask because those other than Rajasthan are states, two of them were states right in the center of the country. So border issues may not be as touch and feel every day. Um, any sense that um, knowing certain electoral setbacks needed to be addressed and factored in uh, when going to the whole country when making a pitch? Uh, the focus on uh, agriculture. There is a lot of focus on agriculture, on, uh, you know, uh, bringing, helping farmers bring their produce uh, to uh, urban markets. Uh, there's a whole section on agriculture and technology. Uh, so they have focused on agriculture, but they're not letting go of the basic idea of the BJP, Kaushik, if you remember, which has always been that we will empower you. We will not hand you out doles. Yeah. So another, they're, they're sticking to that. Another signature of the BJP, uh, which has held consistent for the last two decades or so, is that when they speak of infrastructure, another thing I noticed was this manifesto goes into detail on every form of infrastructure. So you want, there is the headline 100 lakh crore number. And what a number. Yeah. So again, that's probably the headline that, that uh, you'll, you'll see tonight and, and uh, over the next couple of days. You also have specifics on, on ports, airports, rails. So you have enumeration of what the BGP has traditionally done. Touch and feel infrastructure has been given its space. On the agri side, there is a similar headline number. There is a commitment to spend 25 lakh crores in yeah. farm productivity, whether that's via irrigation, other means that perhaps will be spelt out. One thing I'd look for outside this document is how the party and its surrounding will use takeaway points from this to splash on social media. I don't think they're going to bother. The no? party pitch is very clear. The manifesto is a byproduct of what you need to do before an election. Uh, the pitch is clearly Modi. And yeah, just to talk about those big numbers, 100 lakh crore for infrastructure, 25 lakh crore for agriculture. A lot of questions have been asked over the Congress manifesto and how they will afford it. Um, these are questions that need to be asked in this case as well. At the end of the day, though, manifesto have not really been taken seriously in every election. It's up to the voters and our listeners to actually read through all the manifestos and then make their choice. Thank you so much, Kaushik, for joining us. And thank you to all Great of to you for joining us on the election soundtrack. We'll be back tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed election soundtrack. Election soundtrack is also available on the IVM podcast app where you can look at other shows that you might enjoy. Shows like The Seen and the Unseen hosted by Amit Verma, Ganatantra hosted by Sadhu and Alok, the Pragati Podcast hosted by Pawan Srinath, Puliyabazi hosted by Pranay Kotastane and Saurabh Chandra, and How to Citizen hosted by Meghnath and Shreyas Manor. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you'll enjoy.